What's happening, everyone? Welcome to the Paranormies Present, the Nationalist Inquirer. I am your host, Johnny Monoxide, and tonight I am joined by Dogbot. What up? Dogbot? Hello? Did he die? Did he die? I don't know. I guess he died. Uh, I guess we ruined the surprise, but hi, Jack. I thought I was timing my response. Timing your response? (laughs) Yeah, you 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 uh you faded into the ether for a minute there, Johnny. Oh, did I? Yeah. Oh well, hi, Dogbot. Welcome to the stream. Uh oh. What do you mean? Uh oh. Am I not? No, it's nah, fine on my sound, end. You sound fine. It's his end. It's Dogbot's end. Yes. So, Dogbot, fix your fix your your internet. He's here. Uh, Jack is here. Grognak is here. What up, sir? It's not my internet, bro. He took uh, too many water-soluble uh, vitamin D tablets. Yeah. I don't know what's going on, but yeah. yeah. So, I don't know, Doug, but you're the only one that can't hear me. So, it's on. it's got to be on your end. All right. So, we're here. We're live. We're live on Pill. We're live on DLive. We're live on Odyssey. Um, there's a bunch of new people over on the DLive, I noticed. We got, oh, uh, good Lord. Um Holy shnikes, dude! Go over to the D Live. No, you guys. Oh, you guys missed. Yeah, everybody jumped into the D Live chat for the Sunday night stream, and the the internet ate my live stream, guys. So something happened, and OBS was not functioning. It is functioning now, though. Everybody, uh, everybody, check out the streams. We're 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 doing okay out there, right? Everybody good? Knock on wood. We're good for now. Yeah, go figure. You do a live show once a week, and then yeah, do a live show once a week where we where we shit post the news and you know and have a good time and whatever. But uh, you know that's cool and all. But then when you have two awesome guests come on on a on a special Sunday night, and um, I can't get the shit to work. What do you think about that, guys? It's a conspiracy. It's gay. Well, you know, we forgot to ask them, but they've had some funky visits on. on Jason Brashear's property, like since Martin landed and stuff, so really? maybe we had some interference. What do you mean by what do you mean by visits? Oh, they had some like shady people showing up, and you know, what really? Yeah, offering them like big, big, big bucks for clarification on things and stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, we'll have to ask them about that next time. Big bucks for clarification. Yeah, like four thousand dollars to ask him a question. Send me four thousand dollars. Ask me a question, dude. I know. Good lord. How is everybody this evening? What's going on on the stream, there, guys? Um, Dogbot, are you still here, or did you drop out and drop back in? Give him about ten minutes. He'll be able to respond. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what's going on, but uh, I'll tell you what's not going off. I don't know what's not going off. Is my smoke detector. You know why? Well, you know why? You're a white man. Because I'm a white man. I'm also an electrician. I don't let the smoke detector go off. Are you fucking kidding me? One chirp. That's all it gets. Yeah, that shit drives me up the wall. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it, it could be like three o'clock in the morning. Hell with that. Oh, if what's you that? Send me two thousand dollars. I'll answer two questions. I mean, sure. I'll answer. I mean, I mean I'm, I'm talking about for the four grand. Like, send me the four grand. We'll answer all kind of questions. I mean, 
you might not like the answers, but they'll definitely be clear. They won't require any further clarification. Sure. They're not, they're not, yeah, you're not. What kind of questions do they want to ask him? It's a good question. Yeah. That needs clarification. That you need to pay $2,000 for or 4000 Right. I think that I don't think I need to spend that kind of money to ask Jason a question. Speaking of, yes, we're talking about Jason Brashears uh, from uh, Archaics, the Archaics Research Group. And all, we also had on Martin Liedeke, Flat Earth British, on our show on the stream also on Sunday. It started off, we got about 15 minutes of live stream. Well, what I thought was live stream, but apparently the stream wasn't streaming. So we recorded a two and a half hour podcast instead, which I just released about an hour ago. So, double dose of the paranormies for you guys out there tonight. You get the live Nationalist Inquirer, and you get the uh, the the Archaics Flat Earth British podcast. Pretty stinking cool. Just don't get used to it. Yeah, don't get you don't get used to all that content, guys. All right, you know. Don't. Oh, you know what? I did the New York accent, and you know what? What else I did this weekend? I did watch the. Uh, did everybody have a good Memorial Day weekend? By the way, everybody, everybody good. Didn't do yep. anything special. I just hung out. DB, I, I went. Um, I went and saw Spotlights. Yes, tell me about it. Um, Spotlights, the band. Yes, are apparently post metal, but uh, I don't really think genre labeling does them much justice. Uh, live, it's just the husband and wife and their friend who's on drums. And they put on an incredible performance. And they're also very nice, likable people. And they they played mostly stuff from the new album, with the exception of two songs. Unfortunately, they played in... Right next to... Uh-oh. DB? Did they play in a black hole? Because you keep dropping out, buddy. Extra shitholes you just you, you keep dropping out there, bud. Oh, shit. Yeah, you said they, they, the last sentence you just said, say the whole thing all over again. Oh, my. The Jack, suspense is killing me. I know. Jack, Grognak, are you guys there still? Are you? Oh, yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah. You got vanned, I guess. Hello? Hello? Yeah, Ooh. dude, you got Ooh. vanned or something. I don't know what's going on. You may want to reset your, your, your stuff and jump back in. But um, we'll save. We'll we'll save the smoke detector talk for when your internet's fixed. Because I know you brought that up. Okay. So, (laughs) that sucks, dude. The internet, isn't technology great, dude? Like, and everybody complains. Oh, you guys do your podcast and you complain. You're always complaining about the technology and stuff. No, bro, bro, Dude, all bro. these years, like, have you guys as- from like 3G to 4G to 5G? Isn't the internet awesome? Right. And it's always like the different Gs are always, well, it's 3G, then it was 4LTE, and then on 5G, and soon to be 6G. But these are all like, you know, high up on the list of shit nobody asked for. You know, do you ever recall anybody saying, hey, you know what? My phone's pretty quick, but I can't download porn quite fast enough. I think it needs to be a little faster and a little more dangerous to my gizzard. <laughs> the, you know, the radio waves and stuff. 
We don't actually have gizzards. Fuck my shit up, fam. Yeah, right. Literally. I mean, uh, there's still like a 5G patrol out there. uh, Guys that go out there and like destroy 5G towers and antennas and stuff. And, you know, that's the they're doing the Lord's work. They are. Mike Ma would be proud. Mike Ma would definitely be proud of those guys. Yes. But, um, yeah, man, the radiation that's going on now. We're we're talking about we're talking about tinnitus today at work because you know everything's very loud. All the all the equipment that we ran all the power for is now turned on, so it's very loud in there. And this, uh, this manufacturing facility that we just assembled, um, and I was like, you know. I wake up in the morning with tinnitus. I go to bed with tinnitus. It doesn't get any worse throughout the day. It doesn't get any better. It's the same. Like, I, I'm pretty sure I've had this my whole life. Do you guys remember a time before you had tinnitus at all? Anybody? Uh, nope. I even remember as a little kid. Yep, me too. Grognak? I mean, they just they just called it like, you know, that's when your ears were ringing. Yeah, right? ringing in your ears. That's really what it is, right? It's like, yee. But again, I'm... I am of the, you know, I have seen they live and I'm not saying it's a it's a frequency from the satellite dish on the moon, but I'm also not saying it's not a frequency from a satellite dish on the moon. Um no, I mean everybody has it. My kid has it. My kid's been to one rock concert in his whole life. There's no way he should have tinnitus, you know what I mean? It's not like he he's he's around loud equipment and construction all the time or anything. So he's got it. Uh I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure everybody has it. It's got something to do with, again, maybe there's a frequency that they use to keep uh, whatever it is. We, we can't see the stuff above us. I don't know. There's a lot of theories it could be. It It's not from all the rock concerts? No, it's not. No, there's no way. Are you sure? 100% positive. Didn't Roddy Piper die like shortly after? The after the movie? No, he died. At least in after the- saying it was a documentary or something. Some such thing. Uh, I don't remember that. I know he died young. I don't remember. When did he die? He died in his 40s. Yeah. I mean, which probably isn't much longer after they live. Mm. Yeah, he, died, he, no, he died at 61. Star, he was 61, he dude. Star in any other movie? He died at 61, bro. What? Yeah, 61 in 2015. No way. Yeah, um, That's some Mandela stuff right there. I, I, I was certain that he was dead in the 90s. Nope. Well, never mind. Mm-hmm. 2015, he was inducted in the Hall of Fame in 2005. He had high blood pressure and had cancer. He had, he had uh, Hodgkin's lymphoma. Oh, and he had a silver leg, too. Oh, that's yes. funny. The yes. Wikipedia says he had cardiac arrest. Yeah, he died of cardiac arrest caused by a blood clot, but which okay. was probably where the you know due to the high blood pressure and stuff. But uh, he had yeah he had cancer at one point. He had Hodgkin's lymphoma. One of my favorite wrestlers of all time, man. Sixty one years old. Yeah, two thousand fifteen. Um, maybe you were thinking of Macho Man. He's dead, right? No. Uh- I was going to say he got bit by his snake, but that was a different That's wrestler. Jake the Snake. Yeah. That's right. And Macho Man died in 2011. Car accident. 
Maybe we should try to get some rest. Lost control and suffered a heart attack. Oh, my God. Cardiac arrest. There you go. Boom. Twice. I think Cactus Jack would come on. Cactus Jack? I mean. Mick Foley. Yeah, I know who Mick Foley is. I don't know. I didn't know. I didn't know who that was. Does he do? Does he? Does he do conspiracy stuff? I, I don't know. Well, I know one who does. A wrestler? Yeah, Jesse the Body Ventura. <sighs> there was thermite in the paint. Yes, no, no, Jesse. Oh, that's right. Didn't he have? Didn't he, he had a show, show called Conspiracy Theory. Yeah. Yeah. It was awesome. Uh, it was okay. It wasn't awesome. It was okay. Love that. Love that stupid show. It was okay. He's in the Denver airport freaking out. Yeah. Yeah. It was awesome. And then he had that one lady who flew off to Panama. She was like, all the vaccines are going to give everybody cancer, and uh, she's not going to stick around for this shit. Right. And he caught her right, he caught her right on the tarmac as yep. she's about to leave in like a, like a little fucking shit plane. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that show, I mean, that's a uh, clearly another, you know, controlled opposition Jesse Ventura, Governor Ventura. We go goddamn sexual tyrannosaur. What? He's getting followed around. What? What's the body? Large body of water by Detroit, Lake Michigan, Lake Erie. Yes, Lake Michigan. He's, well, he's getting followed around by the feds on Lake Michigan because they were trying to, they they were trying to figure out what the big booming noise that was coming from Windsor was. Hmm. There's that weird that weird uh booming noise that was coming across the coming across the lake. I don't remember. I remember that, but I don't remember that. Yeah, and they were getting followed around. But I remember the their har- the harp episode was actually uh taken down. They actually uh, that was one of the episodes that got removed. But of course, yep. I mean of course that could just be, you know, I mean that's just build you know, controlled opposition building fake suspense type stuff. Do you think yeah, Harp? Do you think Harp is like a forced acronym? High, uh, what is it? High altitude amplification. I forgot what it stands for. You know, because like the angels play harps. Yeah, I mean that's that's the high frequency active auroral research program. So no, not really. H. That's a forced acronym. <laughs> no, it's not. Hey, fap. Well, if they, yeah, high frequency is one. They use high frequency in one. Okay, so then active auroral research program. It's all the same. Yeah. Other than the frequency, it's high dash frequency. So that's how they mitigate that from becoming a, a fully forced acronym. So aural, not oral. Right. Oh, no, auroral. Auroral. A-U-R-O-R-A-L. Auroral. Auroral. Yes. Auroral, yes. Hmm. Mm-hmm. And why why wouldn't they take down the program to kill episode? I have no idea. I really don't know. Uh, the the Dave McGowan program to kill. Well, that was the. I mean, the premise was that uh, assassins and stuff were programmed to kill, and that he. I think. I think he talked to a guy who didn't want to be revealed, who was. T- saying that he's a former agent and he was programmed to kill that mm. that that, tri- that trigger words trigger words could cause him to go into a a certain state mm. 
That was a pretty insane episode. I remember watching that and thinking that that was silly. How silly. <laughs> it's possible. The Denver airport episode, though, that one, that one was really bizarre to me. I was like, man, I was like, that's a lot of really bad art choices for for one location. Oh man, the Denver, yeah, the Denver ep- episode, the Denver airport is insane. It's absolutely insane. And there's no way that that if, was an, any accident. There's no. If accident. it was just the stupid horse out front, I I might be able to say, ah, it's some bad libtard city planning art. Because mm-hmm. there's a lot of that around my part of the continent-wide strip mall. Mm-hmm. There is some terrible, terrible, terrible public sculptures, you know. And you're just mm-hmm. you just look at it. And it's just it's just this abomination that they just throw in the in front of something that could otherwise be aesthetically pleasing, mm-hmm. but not these sculptures. But and that horse is just so weird. It has no tie-in to the Denver Broncos. No, but it totally does, though. Do you mean? There, I don't. I mean, the anatomically correct uh, member on the horse. Yeah, well, of, I mean, you know, you got to have that. It wouldn't be. It wouldn't be a real horse without the anatomically correct. Uh, yeah. 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 I don't know. I don't know. Anyhow, moving on. Denver Airport. Oh man. Um, I forgot. Uh, who is it? Our buddy over there, our new friends over at the 250 report there, Mike Sledge and David Scorpio and Clint East Wooden Doors. <laughs> uh, Scorpio debated Jim Fetzer, Dr. Mr. Oh, Jim Fetzer. How does a debate with a guy that I can't imagine debating go? I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. He doesn't seem like the kind of guy that'd be very willing to debate. He doesn't argue. Um, yeah, I could see him definitely arguing, but yeah, yeah, he doesn't like to take criticism. Yeah, or have his positions doubted. Yes. Maybe we should have him back. Who, Jim Fetzer? Sure. At the same time as Simon Shack. Oh, no, because I'd like to have Simon Shack back on again someday. And Yeah, I don't think if we have him on with Jim Fetzer, I think he would take that as an insult. Yeah, I think he would be pretty upset. <laughs> That's true. I guess so. Hey, you remember what happened when I mentioned Jim Fetzer's name, right? I've never been poo-pooed so hard on my own show. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah. That was like the best part of the season. Was- with Simon Shack, that that yeah, n- not the not the poo poo part. I don't remember that. <laughs> he was like, well, he said. I mean, he didn't really like. I I he was I, like, fuck that guy. Straight yeah, up. basically, fuck that guy. And I was just like, I was like, well, I mean, I mean, if you insist, you know. But I knew he would say that because he did like, he did like a micro episode on nine eleven shills, didn't he? Mm-mm. He talks sure about him, but he talks about him. I don't think he, I don't think he does an episode. Well, it's like a it was like a fifteen minute clip thing on, on some of the shills. Mm. I swear to God, that, on that was like a it's September, on his forum. Yeah, it's on it's on SeptemberClues.info. It's on the forum there. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I guess I got yeah. He did like a little video on it. Yeah, 
Yeah, just to let you know, like, who he doesn't agree with on the topic. Which is everybody. Well, because no, because they they all believe in the footage. Or they say they do. Right. Even Judy Wood, you know, is uh, according to Simon Shack, is a shill. Yeah, I, I didn't expect that, but uh, he well, he said that because she's basing her she's basing her theories on footage that's faked. Yes. So, like, it doesn't matter what she thinks happened because uh, she's you're, doing it all based on footage analysis. You're ba- yeah, right. You're basing it on a false premise right off the bat. If you're if you're yeah. basing anything off the footage whatsoever, you're you're starting with a negative, basically. Um, I mean, I see that point. No, I, just I told- saw her. I just saw it when I first heard her analysis. I thought that was an uh, interesting idea. That oh, the justification. Being, well, Martin yeah, that uh, was being cooked at from the way in. Martin Liedeke, the- Martin Liedeke on Sunday. Uh, we actually talked about this because uh, when Jason and Martin were on on um, the podcast, which we just released about an hour ago, um, we talked about that, and Skull brought up Judy Wood. And her justification theory and one of Skull's questions about 9-11 still is even though the towers would have been like probably, you know, 95 percent empty other than the small groupings of floors, the one with the restaurants and then the one in the middle and then, you know, maybe at the bottom. Right. Uh, Even so, you should have the superstructure of that building coming down should have made a pretty decent sized pile of rubble, even if it was you know, quote, destroyed with uh, demolition, right? There should have been a pile of rubble, at least, you know, 10, 20 stories high. Should have been. 100 and, what are they, 181 stories, these buildings? Something like that? 144? I can't remember off the top of my head. Is but, this, does this account for the underground level? Right, and you got to remember that these things did collapse into the underground, too, so that's going to it's gonna pile up, right? There's also that. Good good point, So, what, so, so you got four off, levels... So you shave off maybe three or four stories from the final rubble. Sure. So there should still be at least a 50-foot pile of rubble. Right. And they, but they immediately started shipping that stuff out. And they out. did. It, like, literally as soon as as soon as soon the dust started clearing, they started they had trucks moving stuff out. Um, however... They kept a few beams and stuff but, to put in different museums. And yeah, they did. They, they And all the beams that were, like cut at a at a nice 45 degree angle which is where uh jesse ventura was like they had thermite in the paint but uh you know might may you know true as that may be um something happened to that material above and beyond standard demolition and martin liedeke seems to think that uh it could be not necessarily a directed energy weapon but a combination of of um judy wood's theory a little bit you know um, that they could have used something to to vaporize, you know, stuff. Also, that's where he talks about the fascies, and he he did a whole presentation on the fascies itself as a weapon, um, as an energy weapon. So it's possible that they used the fascies on the World Trade Center, according to Flat Earth British. I mean, it is an interesting symbol. Yeah, I don't, nobody, anybody who thinks it's a weapon with the axe head as the the bladed end as the damage inflicting side of the thing. I mean, like it's awfully, it's awfully unwieldy. It's like the biggest fungo on a bat ever, you know. Yeah, I don't. 
know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I don't know. I don't Could you know, imagine man. having a fungo like that? Some guy comes out to sw- to swing and he's got a fungo that comes all the way down from the top from like from like the barrel of the bat all the way down to his to his top hand. <laughs> Could you imagine? I I just It's like I having no a 45 pound plate. For. It's kind of like it's kind of like when you see uh Egyptian like Egyptian hieroglyphics them holding the onk. You know, they they're holding it by the o, like the o part. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, what's that for? What are you What are you doing with that, buddy? What about like the big light bulb thing, right? Like the big, you know, what I'm talking about like the big. Yeah, yeah. What are you doing with that thing, buddy? There's a lot of weird stuff going on in Egypt, you know. Right, but I, I mean, the, this this the, it's the same with the Sumerian god purse. And the uh, purse and, uh, is just look, dude. The purse is the handbag. The handbag is like, it's just a Timbuktu. You know what I mean? It's just a. Uh, um, one of those messenger bags. That's all it is. And, and holding the pine cone, you yeah. know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I, I, I put the fascies up up there with that. Uh, those things. It's like, what are you doing with that stuff, buddy? What you got going on there? You're a really big muscu- muscular dude with uh, eagle wings and a big eagle head. What are you doing holding the silly pine cone like a weirdo? Right. And you got you got the little handbag. What you doing with that, buddy? Right, was it? You got your chrome bag there, buddy, with your seatbelt buckle. I don't, I don't know. I, I don't know what's going on. With it. And the light, the giant light bulb thing is silly looking. Like, yeah, I did the, put some pictures in the bottom of the content chat, Johnny. If you want to put some pictures of the fascies up there, so so we finally have an opportunity to show some pictures. the bottom of the content oh yeah yeah i'll drop these in the uh i'll drop these in the uh what do you call it in the um the drive real quick and then we'll we'll, we'll move on we'll move on to dogbot what dogbot brought up uh actually i'll, I'll, I'll get these up there in a second there. what spotlights no that, that i'm actually on i don't know what was happening earlier okay so at the spotlight show johnny i wanted to tell you about this mm-hmm. uh so denton's full of creeps and weirdos okay uh not as many as austin because it's not as big right but plenty and there was a guy there at the venue and he looked he looked like a sex offender um pot-bellied oh my short dude with a a really creepy mustache and glasses and stuff Mm -hmm. and he had on this shirt and there was a knife and a rose and it said in like uh classic latin script it said protect trans kids what and the knife had blood drawn on it mm. yeah i thought that was really uh thought that's really interesting shirt choice mm. yeah uh i does it mean that they're gonna stab people that don't want kids having their dicks chopped off and young girls getting radical mastectomies at I have, 14 years old. Yeah, zipper tits and stuff. Yeah, I have no idea, dude. It's really, yeah, it's it's, it's uh, disgusting. Yeah, it was it, it and and he was uh he was lurking around the 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 venue. It was uh Ugh. I had I kept I kept my head on a swivel. I'm like that that person seems very peculiar. Yeah, yeah, it seems that doesn't sound good. 
So um, up on the screen right now, if you look, I put up a picture of it's George Washington with the fascies. Oh, cool. Yeah. What do you think he was doing with it? That's an awful large fascies there. Uh, Grognak. Take a look at this. He's got a cane in one hand. Or is that a sword? It's his sword. It's a rapier. And he's got his hand, his left hand, on the fascies. And the fascies is about, it was George Washington, six foot tall. So this this thing's roughly almost five feet tall. Four and a half, four and a half feet tall. Almost five feet tall. I don't see the axe handle or the axe head. It's kind of covered in a cape of some sort. But um, it seems to be a cylindrical bundle of rods that are bound with, like, uh, you know, bound with metal bands, right? Yeah, copper and brass. I, he he explained it on the show. Mm. But I mean, you have one in your microwave. That's a magnetron. Right, a magnetron. Right, basically what a, what a fascist is is a magnetron, and everybody has one of those in your microwave. <clears throat> you can take them out and use them to do things like melt metal, but don't do that because it's dangerous. But... Uh... But if you do, send us a video. Yes, if you do, do it, send us a video because we want to see it. Yeah, and on the screen right, if I can get it to stay on the screen right now, there's a there's a, one of those, what is this, Grognak? It's the, uh, it's the coil, right? It's a small one. Looks like Yeah, a, so yeah, they can be all sizes. No, no, what is, what is this picture actually of the, when you post that it? That top one, I, th- I think that is an example of the transatlantic cable, not... So that is that little four inch, that little four inch chunk. That's a piece of the transatlantic cable. I was going to say, it looks like a bundle of odd sized wire. Well, it's got, it's, yeah, it's got the outer bundle around something is wrapped. Yeah. It's the outer bundle is wrapped around a core that has another copper, um, stranded wire, uh, center. So there's a bunch of stranded wires wrapped around a core that has a stranded wire in the center. So, and then, the outside, they're all wrapped with bands holding them together. So that's the basic premise of a fascies. And I guess you know, you if you have some sort of energy uh, source attached to it, you can uh, shoot energy out with it. it. Can be used as a weapon. So who's this dude here, Grognak? The dude with the uh, the the little carving guy that's got the the what appears to be the portable fascies with the axe head sticking out the side of it. Who's this guy? I'm not sure who that who that guy is. Ah. It's just an example of of um, you know a lot of Scandinavian and Norse depictions of the fascists. They have that mm. little axe. Looks like the axe wedge, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But other times, like there's that other one on the um, wooden plaque. It almost it doesn't look like a an axe head as much as just a a piece of like maybe where you'd hold the thing. You know, like a handle. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's a misinterpretation of Antiquitech to to think it's an axe head in there. Yeah, I mean, like I said, it'd be an awfully unwieldy axe, and well, it's it, some kind of Final Fantasy weapon. Yeah, swing it around, you know. Right. <laughs> the more you swing it, the more powerful it gets. I always thought it was weird that they called it Final Fantasy, but there's like 17 sequels. So the first one wasn't final at all. It was not the final. It was like the yeah, it was like the Eagles. You know, farewell tour. The first Eagles farewell tour. Unbelievable. 
Yeah. It's like they keep getting you every single time. You mm-hmm. keep thinking this one is going to be the final of the fantasies. And it's there, not. Yeah. How could they have any more? After you've played through the epic adventure that was, you know, Final Fantasy 17 or 12 or whatever the hell it was, you're like, how could they possibly top this fantasy with any more? This was the most final of fantasies ever. But no, no, Square Enix, you know, within four years, I, there's another one. I, I remember trying to watch my son play one of the more recent Final Fantasies, mm-hmm. and it was four guys driving around in a car, and they looked like they were in a post-hardcore band with one another. It looked like it looked like it was like you were playing the band Atreyu, and you're, you're <laughs> like you're. Why I, I'm, like, I'm like, what is going on? And Why Atreyu? Like, were they all like, like screamo like, looking guys? Yeah, they're all, and, and he was like. Yeah, th- this is what we do in games now, Dad. And I'm like, really? It looks this looks so boring. Please fight something. And he's like, I'm not. This is a we're on a different kind of thing, mission thing going on. I'm like, this is this is horrible. This is why I'm not into modern games. I just I just want to fight some monsters and use some spells and. Yeah, I want to get some experience points to change yeah. my my gray mage into the black wizard. You know. Remember the first Final something, Fantasy? Something, something. But yeah, they were literally they literally looked like the band Atreyu, and they were driving around in a car. And was one of the guys slightly Asian, wearing a kamikaze oh. headband? Oh, are you the, talking about Final Fantasy fifteen? Probably. I, I said it was one of the more recent ones. It definitely yeah, wasn't the, it's all, the classic it's all boy group. The like, classic it's like a boy that band. I remember, Final Fantasy three, just the the best of the Final seven. Fantasies. Final Fantasy seven is the best. I have to say, I think of all, you know, here in America, it skipped from three to like seven. Mm. Like we, we completely missed out on four, five and six. Yeah. So I have no idea how good those were. They were good. I played all the Japanese versions. Oh, yeah. cause you speak Japanese. No, but how do you get, how do you get anywhere on a role playing game that you have to like talk to people? You, you don't. <laughs> I had them. I collected oh, a shit ton oh, okay. of them. So you didn't beat them. No, you I never said like... I beat them. I played them. I had them. Yeah, I had all the Japanese Resident Evils. I had all the yeah. I used to work for Funko Land before it became GameStop. So like, back before all of that, that's I... like a small fortune now, dude. But yeah, I don't have any of those anymore. Obviously, yeah, but, like yeah. Persona and oh yeah, dude, all that shit. My They're Japanese like hundreds, Sega Saturn. Hundreds of dollars. My Japanese Sega Saturn. The white Saturn that had only played the yeah the Japanese Saturn games. They had some side scrollers that were amazing, but never never over here. Anyway, um, yeah, there was never a real Final Fantasy. I have a feeling they're going to continue. I'm just going to keep getting you. You know, kind of like how Aerosmith keeps selling tickets. Oh, they're supposedly on their final tour. Mm. Mm. I, Doubt. I think it's called the Dream On Tour. Doubt. Yeah, I know they they always say that. Everybody always says that. They're uh Def Leppard, uh Motley Crue, and uh Alice Cooper this time, not Poison. Alice Cooper is going to tour again since the last tour went so well. The Def Leppard Def Leppard Molly Crew. But like I don't think I Brett Michaels Def Leppard's ne- Def Leppard's never said that they're gonna do a final tour. No, I'm just but like Brett Michaels and, and Motley Crue should never step outside ever again. Like those people should never like Mick Mars was just like, I can't do this. My liver my liver hates me. I can't do it anymore. You you mean you mean Vince Neal. 
Brett, oh, Brett Michaels is poison. My bad. Yeah, yeah, I meant Vince Neil. Yes, I did mean Vince Neil. Uh, but Brett Michaels did a much better job than Vince Neil on that last tour. I saw that show, and man, well, Bre- Brett Michaels still does TV appearances, and he still sure. looks. Yeah, I, I mean, he looks like covered in plastic surgery, but he still looks physically healthy. Like he works out. Oh yeah, yeah. He definitely takes care of himself. He's got a lot of. He's got the Mickey Rourke effect going on right now with his face. Yeah, and there and and I I I'd love to see what's happening under that bandana. Oh, he's bald. It's bald. Yeah, it's it's bald. Yeah. Yeah, he's and he but at least he hasn't gone the uh the Andrew Tate way and fake or get arrested in Romania to cover up your hair plug insertion. I I I'm not many people have. So uh right. you know But I mean it worked him, but good, it worked for good Tate. on him. It worked for Andrew Tate though, you know. Did it? Yeah, he came out with more hair, bigger muscles. Uh, did he? Yeah, he, he, yeah, I guess. Yeah. But also, apparently, um, I hope I hope it wasn't AI, and this is a real thing. But there is a uh, a video of Tate from a, well long ago, before his Big Brother days, where he talked about having sex with gay guys and trannies and women. So, well. I mean, I mean, we knew it. Like his whole, his whole, like you know, would you rather f- uh, fuck a uh, fuck a two who's an actual female, or a ten who's a tranny? Right. right. But I mean, ultimately, he's just a Euro trash dude, right? Um, he's like he's a wannabe Euro trash. He's an Amerimut who has like a British mom. Oh, okay. Because I was gonna say that that's sort of like par for the Euro trash course, right? Sure. I mean, how, who else? I mean, like the gay. Oh, the tranny and the gay thing. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, like oh, I, I did a lot of coke at the club. You know, listening to techno music. Right, you know, trash guy. Yeah, sure, sure. I was at Ibiza. <laughs> a lot of things happen at Ibiza. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. I get it. Yeah, yeah that sort yeah. of that sort of thing. But but also no, his whole his whole deal now is that he's the alpha. Uh, he's the alpha guy, and you know he he take he'll take your woman, he'll take your wife. You know? Oh, he will. Yeah, that's his deal. Yeah, I think Rodney Dangerfield would be like, oh, "You could have her." Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't do Rodney Dangerfield, please. I love dude. I I, I, love, I love Rodney. That, don't get me wrong. I love that filthy old piece of shit. Jew, but uh, yeah, I I've listened to every bit of Rodney Dangerfield stand up from the time I was a kid. I I he was hilarious. I watched some of it recently on YouTube uh-huh. because I, I was super it's, bored. And it's still funny. I, yeah, I, I laughed, and I a, a good laugh is it's worth a lot of money for me. Yep. I, I didn't pay anything for it, but I'm just saying it's in these times, it's valuable. In this economy? Oh, yeah. In this, in this, in this silver alert president economy? Mm-hmm. You know, is that even him though? Is that Silver Alert President even in there? It, is... it, it's the character, Silver Alert President. Right. I don't know who's playing it, but um, oh, somebody of funny, somebody um, in there in that suit. Did Did you get that Joy Reid clip? I did. I did get the Joy Reid clip. Um, now Joy Reid is what is she? She does. She's a senator. No, Joy Reid no. is a hideous, horrible, uh, anti-white uh, negress from 
MSNBC. Oh, that's right. She's MSNBC. Okay, here we go. We have the Joy Reid clip. She really hates white people. Oh, yeah, she really does. Okay, so let's check out what she has to say. There's a TikTok of Joy Reid. Let me make sure it's on the screen. Can you guys see it? Can you guys on the stream? Can you see it yet? Oh, you know what? I might have to transition to it. I actually have. No, it should be on the screen. No, no pun intended. Yeah. Uh, where did my? Uh-oh. Uh oh. Thank you to David Santa Clara on Twitter. Yeah, always, I just lost. Always, hold on a second. Hold on a second. Always there, a good there follow. Is. There it is. Okay, is it on the screen yet? Yes. It is? Okay, I'm going to play the audio. <clears throat> I lost it for a second, and it's going to be back. Okay, is it on the screen? Now it's off the screen. Okay, give it a second. It's going to be back on the screen in just a second. We'll play the Joy Reid clip. I'm just going to play the audio now. Not including the indigenous, who they wiped out with disease because Europe was filthy, and they came over here with all sorts of germs. But I digress. So, not a- Did you guys hear that? Yep. I hate it. Did you hear that? No, listen. no, Jack. Did you hear Jack? That listen, no, that's, sh- what I, that's what I'm hating. Oh, I heard. Okay, one more time. I'm going to play it for everybody. Everybody. So she's talking about white people uh, coming from Europe. Okay, and this is they're bringing diseases and stuff. But listen very closely, especially towards around oh, eight seconds, eight or eight and a half seconds. Not including the indigenous, who they wiped out with disease because Europe was filthy and they came over here with all sorts of germs. But I digress. So, not. A- <laughs> Did you guys hear the chirp? The you guys heard the chirp, right? Yes. Yes. So there so, was that. So the meme is real. The meme is real. That every 15 seconds, they just completely forget that it happened. Is that what it is? They just completely forget? That's that, That's the meme is that oh, okay. uh, there's something about the, the particular subspecies to where they're just completely incapable of holding on to that sort of thing. To that sort of thing. What do you mean? Uh, an inconvenience from the recent past. Like it becomes an inconvenience all over again, but then they can, they don't retain they they don't retain the necessary uh, function to follow up with taking care of the inconvenience itself do you really do you really think that it is a um an amnesia of the inconvenience or it's just that they just don't give a fuck i i mean you could just call it that have you ever seen have you ever seen these people's houses there has to be some kind of explanation as to why there has to be some more powerful explanation as to why their subspecies is incapable of taking care of the sort of stuff. I, I don't, I don't, I don't like know if there has to be. I don't, I don't know if there has to be. And she's supposed to be on the, that bell, bell curve and to where that is noticed and taken care of immediately. Right. Is that a she? Probably not. I mean, if it's on TV, it's probably not. Right. It's like a bitchy dude. I mean, hold on. Here's wrong. another. Here's another one. Mister, this is where woke comes to die. Little mini Ron DeSantis, the little tiny governor. About uh, three Mr. seconds in. 
This is where woke comes to die. Right there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, it's it's. Wait, that's it's that's inexplicable. Yeah. I mean, you know, you're going to record this thing to where you're just doing this deep political burn, right? Mm-hmm. You're. You know, you're you're shitting on white people saying, you know, oh, God, they were so dirty when they came over here from Europe and brought all their disease and Mm -hmm. killed all the indigenous peoples with their disease. Like. That's 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 been a proven myth for the longest time. Yeah. This this filthy, dirty place. You know, uh, I mean, Let me you this. could say during the beginning of the Industrial Revolution, maybe that cities got really freaking bad. I don't even believe but, that. Yeah, but I, I, yeah, that's. I don't believe that at all. I don't, you know. I, it's history, so I don't believe it. So, anyway. But um, I mean, no, nobody's saying you have to stay. No, I mean, she's free to leave. Yeah, we're, I mean, if it's if if it's so awful to be around us, I mean, you can always leave. I don't know. They just they never they, seem to leave, though. They never do. They never do seem to leave. It's odd. It's odd. Yeah. But okay, moving on from Joy Reid, what do we got? We got. Um, Wait, Jack, did I just hear a smoke alarm chirp in your background? No. Jokes on you! I don't even have one in my place. <laughs> right, ah, got him. Oh, that's right. You smashed him with the hammer because you thought there were cameras in them. Well, there are. There are cameras in them. Dummy. Well, that's why I walk around my apartment naked. I mean, well, you act like the feds wouldn't get turned on by that. Yeah, yeah. You're talking about the feds. I would probably cover up just to have the feds. I'm 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 doing everybody at Langley a favor. <laughs> oh boy. All right, moving on. Moving on. So, um what do we want to what do we want to go to next? Uh, we've got We've got the Daily Loud. Daily Loud. All right. Let's got check. that loud. We got that loud. I I also um before we get into the obviously great uh, Nazi Peruvian cocaine bricks, mm-hmm. uh, did you see the list of Uganda's anti-LGBTQ? You want to do that now? Uh, okay. Well, I, the, the reason I bring it up is because later on when we send our young men and women to go to war and fight in Uganda, <laughs> this mm-hmm. is what it's over. <laughs> right. Yeah, here we go. I'll put that up on the screen. There you go. I, I don't know who this guy is. I, I'm assuming he's he's, he's the president. Ugandan president. He's the president but like, Museveni. But I was hoping that it was just some average guy from Uganda just hanging out with a sun hat. <laughs> no, he's the president. He's the president of Uganda. I mean, so, he looks like an he look. I mean, out of yeah, you know, right, out of so, all of them, he looks like an all right guy. I bet he's. I bet. He, I bet. I bet the conversation with him would be interesting. I mean, he is the president of Uganda, so yeah. I mean, that I mean that has to count for something, right? Sure, sure. Why not? <laughs> but let's check out these laws. Let's check out these laws. Person convicted of aggravated homosexuality, death. 
I, what, dude, what is, I love I love the adjective usage there. Aggravated homosexuality. That's great. Yeah, Person I, who I, commits the offense of homosexuality, twenty years. Person convicted of promotion of homosexuality, twenty years. Ooh, groomers. Person recruiting children into homosexuality, twenty years. Grooming, twenty years. Twenty years for grooming. I like it. Based. I, I mean, person I think who's that's a little light, but per, yeah, like, I get it. I mean, yeah. Person that's who has start. committed the attempted aggravated homosexuality. Okay. 14 years. Person who is convicted of attempted homosexuality, 10 years. Owner of the premises that promotes homosexuality, 10 years. Child found guilty of homosexuality, 3 years. Huh. So if your kid's a little faggot, he goes to jail for 3 years. I I I don't know like I, I out of all of them I'm trying to figure out how that one it, because if you're locking up all the gays and you throw a kid that's convicted of homosexuality... I don't think they're going to lock them up together, years. Dogbot. Come on. I mean, I know it's Uganda, but still. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, Sorry. come on. I come don't on. know how this works, man. Come on, guy. I'm just saying... I think it's funny, like, all these long sentences, but you're you're basically, like... Cre- like you're basically creating a club. <laughs> like, all the prisons become bathhouses. I think kind of that's the point. Get them all together. Maybe then if they do something stupid, they can, I don't know, execute them. I mean, because, like, if you commit aggravated homosexuality, the fuck is aggravated homosexuality? It aggravates me that you're homosexual. Right. I mean, yeah, all homosexuality is aggravated in that case then, Jack. Exactly. Yeah. So prison guard calls the warden. Warden, warden, you don't understand. They're all stabbing each other. Stop it. Stop it. (laughs) Stop it. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. So, I don't even remember what piece I was doing next. They're choking each other to death. Enough, dude. <laughs> Come on. They just put out steak knives in the cafeteria sometimes. That's not what no. he meant, Grognak. Thank you for attempting to pretend you didn't know what he meant. They're gluing bars of soap to the floor of the showers. That's that, now you're just now you're just being stupid. All right, all right, all right, all right. What was the last? Um, what did I have pulled up? We've run out of shampoo. Oh, you yeah, know the Hitler. All right, the Hitler cocaine. Police in Peru seized over fifty bricks of cocaine that were wrapped in Nazi swastikas. That's pretty fucking funny. 50 bricks and apparently when opened embossed into the top was the word Hitler which looks to be a word to just put in your coke it looks to be embossed in uh, the font that is the um, Fisher Price uh, refrigerator magnet (laughs) for toddlers Oh, I, I, yeah, I can, I can kind of see that. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. The R is a little indistinct. Well, know, the R, but... well, the R, he doesn't have the plastic pulled all the way off the R. Yeah. yeah. And the H on the other end is kind of not really indistinct. It probably didn't get smooshed into it as well. But you can see so the other you... ones all have. No, it, this was probably stamped on it afterwards. You can see it like in the uh, in the cellophane on the top too. So, what do you think the, what do you, what do you think the um, attractiveness, the you know the you're doing this to promote sales, right? 
I mean, does cocaine really need promoting? Did you no, do- it doesn't. But okay. like, I mean, there's tons of cocaine coming from all kinds of places. So is this like your is this your way to get up on the competition? It is is there tons of cocaine coming in from all kinds of places though? Uh, I I mean, not Nazi Hitler cocaine. You know, sure, from special. Peru. Like yeah. that's the whole thing. Is like cocaine from Peru. It used to be Colombia, Peru. Now I guess, um, you know, Bolivia is what? Where's Bolivia? Down there too. Bolivia's Bolivia is next to Peru. Next to Peru, so there's Bolivia. They share a border. Yeah, it's that, landlocked. Yeah, so if you got Bolivia, Peru, Colombia, basically your jungle countries. Or where you where you have your cocaine from? Were right? you really just trying to name all the South American countries and stopped at those three? No, I was trying happened? to name the ones that were like right there that were like the cocaine producing comp- countries. Oh, okay. I'm just trying to remember the countries that I can remember that. No, I'm, I know there's more than that, but I'm like like Brazil is not famous for cocaine where you know Colombia is. How many? How many more than that? What? How many more than those three? What, do you want me to name the rest of the countries in South America? I'm just curious. There's a lot more. I don't need to. You're being, <laughs> don't be stupid. Um, no, again, there's like three countries down there that are famous for cocaine, though, right? So I don't, I don't know. Uh, I don't know of many more. Nobody, nobody talks about Uruguay and cocaine. Not Venezuela with the FARC. The the. I mean, don't the don't the FARC. Do the coke? Uh, do they? I don't know. I don't. I don't, I don't know. I don't I think, keep up I think, on South I think the I think the fark do the coke. I think you just like saying fark. I. You do. It's it's you, you do. It's not my favorite acronym. I, I I forgot what it stood for. I don't either. Um, I wonder they're, what happened they're the, to it. They're the jungle commies. There's, there's, so thank you, Mo, for this explanation. The reason they do this is so they know whether or not their drugs have been found, and that it is for sure theirs that was found. That's doesn't. Hmm. Yeah. So just be over the top about what? Okay. I mean, I, I don't know. Cocaine that... is bad, so like. Right, you know, you're putting Nazi stuff on to let people know it's bad. No, I don't. I don't understand. No, I don't. I don't. I don't get it. Yeah, but putting your stamp. I mean, like you know, they put a stamp on it. Everybody has like a stamp, like your, you know, like your own little. It's um, like a logo, like a watermark. I mean, it's a, a logo. It's already yeah. very recognizable. Oh, it's a very recognizable logo. logo. Yeah, but yeah like, very much so. I mean, it's like putting Coco Chanel or something on there, right? Yeah, putting the Chanel thing or like the uh, the Gucci logo or like you know the pattern or whatever. Everybody knows that. Or like um, Z Cavaricci. Oh, don't bring that back up again. Oh my god, the eighties. That's like the for sure. I've heard a Z. I've heard Z Cavaricci brought up in conversation a few times this week. Yeah. Oh yeah. Did you did did you start breaking a sweat? No, no, I'm I'm not embarrassed of what I used to wear in the eighties. The eighties were an interesting time for clothing. That's not a yeah. That's not an untrue statement. No, I mean you could go from hyper color, like a hyper color shirt and a pair of. That was nineties, but yeah. Uh yeah yeah it was. Hyper well, color was nineties. Z were like nineties, like eighty eight to early nineties. So it's about the same yeah. time. About the same time. Hyper colors was like ninety. 
What about skids? You remember skids? skids. Vaguely jams. Skids were remember uh, jams. They were cotton. They were like cotton pajama style uh, overalls. Oh yeah, I remember that, those. Yeah, that you'd wear with one strap off. Yeah, I remember those. They were like pajama overalls. Yeah. Yeah. I remember those. Oh, but remember jams? The super long, like, Hawaiian shorts? Yeah, those were definitely uh, late 80s. Yes. I had jams. Yes. And Panama Jack. Panama so. Jack. Yep. Big dog. You think they killed Panama Jack? He, he, you know, I can't imagine that he's allowed to be a logo. Oh. I don't know. He just disappeared. He represents colonialism. Right. He disappeared. It's gone. Oh, but then again, they kept the Quaker from Quaker Oats, and they killed off Uncle Ben and Aunt Jemima and the the Poca Hooker from uh, Land of the Lakes. (laughs) Land of the Lakes butter. Yeah. Yep. Got rid of Pocahontas there. Even though Pocahontas was a big fat ass. Is Chester Tito okay? How Chest- do you know? Okay, if you don't believe in history, then how do you know how what weight Pocahontas was? Because according to the, I mean, like the that's like the revisionist history of that's like the Barnes Review history of Pocahontas. Is that she is was, that she was fat? Yeah, she was not attractive. Big yes, the, she they they were wealthy, therefore fat. They were wealthy, so therefore they were. Okay, I, like I've the, never heard this part. That's the I just assumed then, all yeah. Indians look like uh, the guy, the Italian guy that's crying in the. Um, no, that's an Italian guy that's market. crying. That's not an, actually an Indian. He looked like an Indian. No, he didn't. He he looks like an Indian because they told you he was an Indian. You're like, oh, okay, right. so that's what an Indian looks. That's like. That's what Indians look like. Because no, it's not. That's what they tell you Indians look like, and they present that to you as an Indian. You're like, okay, that's what an Indian looks like. But he was crying. It doesn't make him any more Indian. He was sad because people were littering. Yes, Johnny. it was very sad because people were littering. I remember the commercial. Yes. And he was Italian. So Italians are really Native American? No. That's what you're trying to tell no, me? No. They were. They have an Italian. Shut up. All right. Moving on. Jesus. Oh, my goodness. All right. Um, Do Italians cry at litter? Eh. They yell at you for throwing trash around. They don't think they'd cry. I don't think there's much crying going on. All right, real quick. What is it? Why did you post Paramore? Who posted this Paramore thing? Oh, well, I, I you know, I really thought Reinhardt was going to be on, and I know he's a oh. huge Paramore fan. Oh, okay, okay. But uh, she's she's uh, said some stupid stuff at a concert. And let's hear was, what let's hear what Haley Williams has to say, real quick. That dude. So is that comfortable enough? I'll be happy to tell you, I'm very fucking comfortable talking politics. I just. If you vote for Ron DeSantis, you're fucking dead to me. Wow. So is that comfortable enough for anyone? God, I'm, I'm wow, she's so happy. comfortable. Yeah, she's so comfortable to talk about politics. And if you vote for Ron DeSantis, you're fucking dead to me. I'm hey, being you, so bitter about that. Okay, stuff, you're yeah. a you're a singer in a band. Uh everybody's dead to you. I don't know how to tell you this, but none of these people matter to you. 
Dude, this is when Guar became dead to me. It was when Dave Brocky died, and they went up on stage and they did this whole album where they were like, "If you're a Trump supporter, you're dead to us." Type thing. And it's like, when were you fucking political? They were always so, yeah. political. Like, they were always like were t- supposed to say not to vote. No, their tongue, know, their like, shit was tongue in cheek politics at all times, though. Yeah, that's what I, I, I'm. I'm thinking back at some of the songs that I remember. There's from the late '80s, early '90s, and there was like. There was a political bent to them, but mm-hmm. it wasn't. Um, well, they it were wasn't just mur- Republican or Democrat. No, no they were just like murder whoever was running for president. Yeah, yeah. they were just they were anti. Like, they were like, "Don't vote for DeSantis, man!" Right? They were just anti-politics. They were literally, you know, if politics change anything, they'd make it illegal, bro. Like tear, right? And I mean, that's not necessarily untrue well that's right? dude that's where i started off and then along came trump and i'm like everybody's like just play along johnny play along he's got her he's saying the fashy things and so no, I went, that's the stupid re- that was a stupid oh. reason to pretend to like him well that and the owning of the things and the building of the wall and all of the, he was saying all the things to get all the the, the right people motivated in the right direction he said white people he, yeah he said white people and i don't like again, my again, inner, only reason Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. The only reason I ever liked him is because he made people I despised apoplectic and upset. Oh, absolutely. Like, the, the amount of butthurt that he caused was the main reason why, like, I I was in into uh, watching the debates and that kind of stuff and in the first place. And then it was like, wait, he's actually going to do he's actually going to do this stuff. Oh, my God. He's actually doing this. Is this going to happen? This is actually going to happen. He didn't. And nothing. No, nothing happened. And I, oh, and no, he I, moved the he moved the uh, he did he moved the embassy. he moved the embassy to uh, to to Jerusalem. Yeah. Again, there's that article that I forgot to link, but is written by a rabbi, and it's like the top twenty philo-Semitic things that Trump has done. For oh yeah, and it's Jewish like people, and and when you go through the list, you're like, whoa, <laughs> yeah, wow. You're like, wow, only Jews do that much stuff for Jews. Yeah, like like. It's, it's, like, are like, are we sure he's not you. Jewish? Me, like, like, are we sure? Nepotism. Are we sure he's not Jewish? I don't mm. believe. I don't. I'm not 100 percent sold that Trump is not Jewish. I, I, I mean, his daughter is. Sure. I mean, 50 percent because of the mom. Right. The, right. 50 percent because then, of the mom. And but then like in marriage, you know. Right, but also like Trump could be. Um, he could be on his mom's side as well because his father was supposedly wasn't, but his mom was uh, Swiss or Swedish. Was she Swedish or Swiss? If she's Swiss, she's a Jew, like automatic. Like that's she's it. Swedish. I could be wrong though. I think no. I think you're right, Jack. I think I think it's Swedish. But is it Swedish? Kind of like you know, or, or uh, the one guy, the. The furniture dude, um, the who's, who's got the Norwegian mother, you know. Oh, um, Billy Mays. No, the the furniture thing. And anyway, um, so I, yeah, politics, musicians. I don't care. Just sing me a fucking song. Like I did not come here to listen to you. Haley Williams talk about. I mean, I didn't go to your concert in the first place. But if I were gonna go. To a concert. I don't go to concerts to listen to 
a drugged out entertainer talk about politics. Sorry. I get that. I mean, dude, I, I go to I go to concerts Gojira because I went to go see the band they were opening for. You went to go see Gojira. Right, and Gohira had like a couple don't do that, political dude. songs that's, towards the that's end. That's so fucking annoying. Don't do that. That's how I've heard like everybody pronounce that band. You, you, what, the Mexicans in Texas? Yeah, that's how they pronounce it. Gohira, yeah. But it's Gojira, dude. That's how they pronounce it. That's how the band says it. That's how it's spelled with a J. It's Gojira. You They're do, like Belgian, right? They're French. Oh. Yeah. Worse. And what's funny is, like, the, neither of the Duplantier brothers have a French accent. No, they did not. They just sounded gay. Yeah, they just sound like they just sound like Americans. Like every interview I've ever heard with Joe, he just sounds like an American dude. They were up for a Grammy last year, I believe. Oh no wonder. Yeah. No, yeah, they celebrate. Yeah, well, they've done all the you know they've done all the signally things with their music. That one oh. song, the the chorus ends. It's like you know, the voices of our children will rise again, or something. It's like, oh my god! You remember that song from the eighties when the children cry? No, it was like White Lion. I want to say. No, I remember that one. I I don't. When the children cry, let them know we tried. Because when the children sing, then the new world begins. That's so gay. That's so gay. Anyways, you know what's not gay? The song we're going to play for a break. Dude, you mean from the Russian Circles album Gnosis? Yes, we are going to play from the Russian Circles album Gnosis. Uh, Which, where is it? Let me put that up on this screen. And... um, There it is. And the song is Betrayal. And we'll be back in five.
All right, everybody, uh, we are uh, back. This is still the Paranormies present the Nationalist Inquirer. I'm still Johnny Minoxide with Grognak and Jack uh, DB. They had to take off, so it's just us fellas. Grognak, Jack, hello. Oh, yeah. Oh, My bad. Your mic was off. Don't do that to me. I'm all alone. Damn. I should start doing that randomly. What? Just make you think that your shit's all fucked up and be like, oh. Well, no, don't do on? that because it's there's been enough times when my shit's already been fucked up. So. True. Yeah. That'd be kind of mean. It'd be very mean. It would be. It would be mean. What's that, Grognak? What would be mean? Oh, like uh, pretending that my shit was all fucked up. Nah, never done that before, ever. Oh, you know what I didn't do? I didn't transition the. Uh, it doesn't matter. I'll put it back. I forgot to put the the, uh, the music picture during the song during the during the song. You guys like Russian circles? It's good shit. Post metal. Yeah. Never listened. Yeah, it's very uh, a lot of slow, chuggy. Some of it's kind of fast, but like. Uh, those guys sound like they have like band practice every single day. You think so? Click. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Very tight. Very tight. Absolutely. Yep. So you guys heard about um you heard about this AI stuff we got going on. AI everywhere, AI here, AI there, everywhere, everywhere, everywhere there's AI. It's it's writing your resumes. It's writing your homework. It's it's writing your next novel. It's drawing your next tattoo. It's drawing your next masterpiece. It's Johnny. Do you think there's some kind of stage, like stages of like grief and whatever? Because like it's funny to see academia go into this like stage of like denial right now. Right? It seems to be where they're at. They're like, no, no, I, I I can keep my job. Oh, with the AI? Yeah. Oh, um, yeah, definitely. I think, well, I think, I think, um, I don't know, man. I, I don't think professors are going to be able to keep their jobs. I think that, I think that's a whole bunch of cope. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't think, I don't, I don't, I don't think anybody's going to be, able, uh, lawyers. That's right, lawyers. Because you know, you guys, you guys didn't think the Jews were going to give up law, did you? Right now, no. Uh, there was something that came up. Um, somebody used Chat GPT to do something to, to. Yeah, a lawyer used it to help him in a case. Yeah, supposedly. to help him with a case, and it and it and it came up with eleven cases that did not exist. Very well they were put probably together. Also generated by AI. Right, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Well, no, that's what I'm saying is that they generated the cases, like the AI generated the cases to make up the the, the report. Oh, the precedent. For, yeah, the precedent. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So the AI made up precedent for this this lawyer. So I want to say that was purposefully done. That was a. Uh, that was, you know, that was done on purpose. So they'd be like, oh, God, no, we can't have the AI with the law. No, because we got to keep the legalese to ourselves, you know. So you would think that, you know, 
le legislative stuff would be like one of the most uh, like reliable ways to use this actually, right? To write legislation? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, just law. Any legal circumstances. I mean, it should just be the self-referencing code. Sure, because law, yeah, is, law blah, is law is law is you know law is is pretty. It's law. Law. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty solid there. Like, and it's just Once they all change it. It's rules, right? Right. It doesn't change very often, and if it does, the amendments are all documented very well. You would think so. Mm -hmm. So who knows? But yeah, the Jews aren't going to let the the Jews aren't going to let the AI, the Chat GPT, take over their their little corner there. Okay, but um, on CNN, oh, this is CNN article: AI industry and researchers sign statement warning of extinction risk. Dozens of AI industry leaders, academics, and even some celebrities on Tuesday called for reducing the risk of global annihilation due to artificial intelligence, arguing in a brief statement that the threat of an AI extinction event should be a top global priority. Oh, my God. So the League of Extraordinary Celebrities got together. <laughs> They're like, the right. Is danger. Right, exactly. Um, who is this? Okay, so you had OpenAI CEO Sam Altman. The godfather of AI, Jeffrey Hinton, uh, a couple of execs from Google, DeepMind, and Anthropic, Kevin Scott, Microsoft's chief technology officer, Bruce, Bruce Schneer, Bill McKibben, the musician Grimes. Oh, Grimes. Mm, mm. There we go. Elon's baby mama. Um, what's that? Uh, yeah. Kevin. Ah, so Dan Hendricks, director for the Center of, for AI Safety. There's a Center for AI Safety, guys. Um, he said in a tweet on Tuesday that the statement first proposed by David Kruger, an AI professor from the University of Cambridge, did not preclude society from addressing other types of AI risk, such as algorithmic bias or misinformation. Um. Because here's here's the here's what was said is that uh, Hinton, whose pioneering work helped shape today's AI systems, previously told CNN he decided to leave his role at Google and blow the whistle on the technology after suddenly quotation marks realizing that these things are getting smarter than us. Mm. I mean, bam, bam, bam. It's on my phone, but um, which is on the other side of the house. But um, have you guys seen that cycle of AI? The what now? It's like the cycle of AI. Man worships the sun. Man creates AI. Man perfects AI. Man worships AI. AI kills man. Man kills AI. Oh, man yeah, worships yeah, yeah. sun. Man, it goes back in a circle. It's just a big circle. Yeah. I don't know. Um, there are people who think that this is a huge cycle of things that we've gone through before, especially with AI. I don't know. What do you guys think? I mean, why not? I don't know. <laughs> I, I, like, Dude, I, I kind of think AI has been here for a long time. At this right. point, I'll just believe about 
anything. But what exactly? Okay, so right now, so right now, what exactly is AI? But just a super powerful series of algorithms, right? Basically, it's really just. It doesn't predicting outcomes. It doesn't actually think. Okay, how about so? Do you remember that? Like, what if if you were the devil experiment, right? Uh, yeah. So it sounds like the devil had a play at like just walking around like as a player character at one point. Right. A lot of people who like, like the count of St. Germain, who like these people who like knew how to do everything and they never died guys. Right. Sure. And then you have like, you know, this is controversial, but like, um, Yahweh or whoever else, some kind of God. So like, um, Satan played God at some point too, apparently. So, it seems like it just hit this point of like transcendence and you, you, it kind of you have that in hollywood too so like maybe this this satan entity it uploaded itself into like the internet because how else do you become like god how else do you see everything know everything unless you can like be the internet right right and well that was the whole point of uh, what the fallen angels said in in the Bible is that they wanted to be like the most high, right? So they wanted to be able to see everything, hear everything, know everything. So you have your Facebook, your Google, your NSA, right? Dude, and like, how would you even stop the internet? Like, you're John, you're you're on Team John Connor tomorrow. Like, how do you even stop the internet? It's a it's military. Right. It's got different uploading like it's it doesn't have like a I don't believe it has like a main place, right? It doesn't have like I don't a, think there's a main building where the internet no is housed. Brain. Yeah, no, no. Take so, me to no. the internet. Right. Is it an area fifty one? Is that the internet? Like is it is it at Wright Patterson Air Force Base? Is it is it is it in the thermite paint underneath the the, the runways over in the Denver International Airport? I don't know. It's funny because if you if you think back to the Matrix movie, you remember they talk about scorching up the sun because it was like the only way to try to stop the machines or something. Right? Uh, like, I don't remember. They said they don't know. They they said they don't know who attacked first or something, but they knew they scorched the sun because they were trying to stop the machines from having a source of energy from the sun, and that's why they turned the humans into batteries. Yeah. Was this from uh, the one with the rave? No, no, no. Well, that's just from the first Matrix. Oh, is it? Yeah. When he's explaining like everything to him, when he shows him the real. Oh, yeah, I the, remember. Yep. The sky is all like scorched out with clouds. And... Oh, right, right, right. Okay, okay, okay. I remember. That. He says that humans blocked out the sun to fight the energy source that the machines had, which was, you know, solar. Apparently, solar. Wasn't Bill Gates blocking out the sun, right? Maybe that's why Bill Gates ha- is married to, um, <laughs> the fuck's Calvin Klein? Kevin Klein, you mean? Yes, Calvin. Well, it makes Klein. sense now. Kevin Klein. Yes, a fish called Wanda. Yes. Man. Okay, so. Wait a minute. So what is what does Bill Gates have to do with this? No, uh, Bill Gates. He's he works with AI, and you also have Elon. You have Elon's girlfriend working with AI, and you have well, which Elon do you have? Because there's several different Elons. There's Fat Elon. There's Elon with the titties. Uh, 
There's the, there's the in-shape Elon. There's the Elon with the wider jaw. There's like six Elons. There's one, there's one that looks like he's a skinny guy wearing like a fatter Elon suit. Have you seen that one? It's like barrel. That one doesn't sound familiar. It's like barrel-shaped Elon. He's like, he's like, that's not a real person. It's like, no way. He's got little skinny little arms sticking out of this barrel chest with like boobs, like moobs. Now I need to see this. Yeah. And they're not quite they're not quite as moobish as uh some of the uh these Serbian Norwegian moobs we've seen on the internets. But uh those are those are legit those are Kazar moobs though. Legit. So. Um So Johnny I've had this explained to me by Normie. Oh, what you have? What AI explained to you by Normie or Elon? No, no, the the Elon barrel chest bodysuit. Oh, okay. So, like, since presidents are important enough to deserve doubles, mm-hmm. so are so are billionaires. Oh, okay, that makes sense. No, that that actually makes sense. Yeah, I guess is it so? Is his body double like going to the beach to see if he's going to get like whacked or something stupid? Yeah, the body doubles at the beach, having. Having a good time, where the where the real Elon is back in the office, tweeting exclamation points on Twitter. He's lawnmower man now. <laughs> lawnmower man. I don't think I've ever actually seen the whole thing. There's a lot of movies that I've seen like a bit of, and have been like, nah, I'm done. That was one of them. That was. Um... I remember that was like a big deal with like the the special effects when it came out. It had epilepsy epilepsy warnings and stuff. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Fuck your epilepsy. <laughs> Hell yeah! All right, so AI. Uh, so people are worried about AI taking over. So here we go in mainstream media. Mainstream media article talking about celebrities and politicians and CEOs are scared of AI taking over. Yeah, this was on Fox and CNN. This was a big story. Yep. 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 Extinction. Here we go. Yep. Here's the Fox News. Mitigating risk of extinction from AI should be global priority. Hard to ignore the AI hype. Hmm. Hmm. I mean, sure. Well, there's Elon. I mean, Andrew Yang talked about this like a couple of years ago. Remember that? Yeah. Look at Elon. Look at look at Elon's hand there. Look up on the on the screen. I got his uh, those uh, those uh, ring and index fingers though. No, that works. It matches up to mine. Longer, longer, longer ring finger, shorter index. That's the dude's hand. Whoever that one is, he's a guy. By that, that hand is a male hand. Anyway. So he's got, I mean, he's got the sloping forehead of a woman, though. You know, but a guy's hand. A weird mouth. He's got like the Jewish fish mouth. He's a weird. Maybe they just do like fucking hand surgery now. (laughs) Maybe yeah. Maybe they do. They maybe they do uh, ring finger extensions. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's the kind of guy though like. We should be checking him for like um, 
coolant liquid and stuff like that instead of bone structure for female. So <laughs> I think he's he's more apt to be a robot. Yeah. Look at this guy, Sam Altman. Good Lord. This is the co-founder and CEO of OpenAI. He looks like a Jew who's trying to look like a guy. Yeah. Just looks so fucking weird. And he just he's weird looking, yeah, right? Very long head. So like working for AI, that's like the ultimate betrayal of race, right? Because mm -hmm. you're betraying the human race. Yeah, One race, the human be. race. You're mm -hmm. betraying them all. Yep. This guy's nose is much larger than his chin. Jeffrey Hinton. Good Lord. Anyway, so yeah, so AI. So you got uh, Fox, you've got uh, Fox, and you've got CNN talking about this. So. Wait, so there's artificial intelligence and artificial general intel or artificial in general intelligence. Like, what? I don't know. I don't get it. I don't either. Uh, <laughs> staying with Fox News, though, this one's funny. Um, a chain of grocery stores. Giant chain fighting to keep giant grocery chain fighting to keep stores open as theft and violence has increased exponentially. Whole Foods in San Francisco closed after being open barely a year due to safety concerns. No shit. <laughs> Those damn white supremacists. <laughs> oh, man. The new Whole Foods closed. Oh, what Dude, a I surprise. just imagine, like, you ever see the John Levy videos when he does the built-in one year, like the sparkle effect? Yes. Like the, really? the destroyed, in, destroyed in one year. Yeah, it's the reverse sparkle effect. <laughs> yeah, dude. So... So here's um and it's only it's only May. Five hundred million more in losses from stolen goods in twenty twenty three so far. <laughs> Dude, it's not even hot yet. I know. Giant Food, which operates 165 supermarkets in Washington, DC, Maryland, Virginia, and Delaware, has taken measures to combat theft and keep stores safe. Steps include limiting store entrances, hiring security guards, restricting the number of items at self-checkout stands, putting fewer high-value items on shelves, and securing razor blades in containers that make noise if opened. I mean... Wait, wait, wait. The way the way you just said that, it made it sound like if they open the package, like razor blades are going to like pop out. What do you no, like that people are stealing razor blades. Oh, yeah, let's yeah. do it. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I just had this whole thing play out in my head. We used to chase shoplifters, he said, and you'd get the product back and nobody would ever fight you. I didn't worry about somebody pulling a knife or gun on me 40 years ago. Yeah, that's true. <clears throat> Why do you need a razor blade if you have a gun? Right. A gun that shoots razor blades. Shoplifters in Washington, D.C. are caught on video stealing laundry detergent in the middle of the day. Yeah. I mean, dude, they'll steal anywhere, anytime, any, you know. Yeah. Well, there's like no, isn't there like no larceny charges 
in San Francisco, yeah, it's like two thousand dollars or something, like, dude. In Atlanta, a big white flag years ago. So in Atlanta, there's a company. There's this. There's this women's uh, yoga or athletic wear company called Lulumon, and two employees were fired by the company after they filmed shoplifters stealing merchandise. Right, so they they basically chased shoplifters. They basically reported shoplifters, recorded them, reported them. And they got fired. Dude, what do you do if you're like working in loss prevention for one of these companies? Like what what is your job? Get paid to do nothing. Right. What is your exactly? Make sure employees aren't stealing. Literally that's it. Yeah, or- actually, you know, I had I had someone that I was good friends with that was a store manager for a Walmart for a little while. And they told me that the, the cameras in Walmart are primarily there to make sure that the employees do not unionize. Imagine that. That's not really surprising. That's not surprising at all. That is not surprising at all. So, yeah. So the, the loss prevention is there to prevent employee theft. Meanwhile, as a, you know, uh, the customers shoplift all they want. Amazing. Mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, if you're not shoplifting, I mean, I don't know. I'm not telling you to shoplift. Shop- I'm not telling you to shoplift. It's an overlooked art form. It is, no, it is an overlooked art form. Uh, I, man, like. You guys ever see those videos? I had an uncle. I had an uncle, dude. I had an uncle that, like, couldn't leave a store without doing... You know what I mean? It was almost like an offense for him to not shoplift something. You know what I mean? Like, we'd go to Home Depot or something, and he'd have to, like... It was always a tape measure. He would grab a tape measure, and, like, he would, like, go then go to the lumber section and, like, pretend to measure something. And then clip his tape measure back onto his belt, you know, because that's where it was when he came in the store. Right? And then walk oh, around yeah. for a little while, buy something, and walk out with a free tape measure. I'm like, really? I mean, I don't know. Anyway, it's a very old manish thing to do. But I mean, it is pretty cool of them. No, I'm not mad. I'm not mad. Like, what's that? I wonder how often you could just grab a ladder and walk away with the Oh, ladder. dude, back in the day, they used to, like, walk <laughs> out with air conditioners, compressors, that kind of stuff, then bring them back and return them. Oh, yeah. Yep. Oh, man, my dad and my uncle. My dad would return shit that he owned for, like, 10 years, and he would take it back to the store. He'd take it back to, like, Sears. What's that? It's legendary. Oh, that's legendary. He took a he took a stroller that my little brother had used for like four years and he took it. The kid we like they used it for the kid for like four years, right? So it was obviously used. Put it back in the box, kept the box under the stairs in the basement. Threw it back in the box, took it back to Caldor. Dude, well done. Yep. My dad didn't awesome. buy my dad like he didn't buy ink cartridges for like three years. He just kept returning printers because they came with free ink cartridges. That's pretty funny. <laughs> that's fucking hilarious that's a lot of work but that's hilarious i told him it's like that's a lot of work it's a lot of work to get free ink dude that's pretty funny that's pretty legendary too dude yeah yeah my old man was like that dude you know my my, my father's the reason why they have receipt checkers you know 
and why yeah, they fuck have those guys. They why, always shake me down. Why they have mirrors? Like this isn't random. You're after me. Like why? Why they have mirrors pointed at the bottom of the of the carts now? You know, right? <laughs> Used to be able to just put shit on the bottom, just roll out. Whoop. Right. That's degenerate. Really? Really? Aggressive. That's called aggressive shopping. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Aggressive shopping. <laughs> I need it more than all of you. I mean, like, if you're not ringing up a 64-inch television for the price of a banana at Walmart, I don't know what you're doing. You're just fucking up. Yeah. That's what you're doing. Yep. And then wave the receipt at that 80-year-old receipt checker. Yep. Yeah. And keep walking. Mm. Keep I haven't used walking. the old re- receipt trick in a long time. I wonder if that one will... With the old receipt <laughs> trick? Yeah. Walk in, walk like out from, from, just from like it. a year ago. Just wave it at him. It's from Target. Like <laughs> just buy the same bag of jerky every month. Yeah, here's the thing though. Do you think people that work at the store give a shit? Nope. They probably at least half of them just check the receipts just for the sake of the cameras, watching them. Mm-hmm. To make sure that they're looked at, they're doing their job. Yep. Yeah, it's like I looked at the receipt. I don't, I don't know what you want from me. Yep. Just, just tip your face mask. Good day, sir. <laughs> right, tip your face mask. You're still wearing a face mask? <laughs> no. Oh, no. Still. Implying, he says. All right, still. I you still th- see him once in a while. What, yeah, how, what percentage you of, your, of the population do you see that has him? I'd say like I'd say like five percent. Yeah, um, I see him occasionally. Uh, Tennessee, not so much. Um, Western Pennsylvania, I didn't see him very much. Like the Toledo area of Ohio, I was up there. I didn't see him. Um. Where I'm at now, I don't. I think I see occasionally. I see black people wearing them actually occasionally, and not while committing crimes. No, just wearing like a mask. Weird. Yeah. Huh. Mm-hmm. I saw a couple at the store, a black couple at the store, and they both were wearing masks. They listen to NPR. Do you remember the show? Uh, what was the show that the Cosby daughter went and did? It was about college. Remember that? After like halfway through the co- the Cosby show, she one of Lisa Bonet went off and did a show about college. Mm, no, no, no. But anyways, they all had like the dudes all had like this kind of like weird like. I don't know, remember when they would like uh, the black dudes would wear like. Like a bunch of little braids up on top of their head, like worms. Yup. Yeah. Like the dude had those kind of had that kind of hair and like round horn rim uh tortoiseshell glasses. So he was like a nerd, a black nerd, right? He he just got his tenureship at the local community college. Something. Something. Yeah. For, for something. culture studies. Something. Yup. Yeah, but they were wearing masks. It's weird. They were married, big diamond and everything. Yeah, she did. Yeah, so they appeared to be a married couple. See the new Little Mermaid movie. Um, I saw the fight at the Little Mermaid movie. Did you guys see that? <laughs> Wasn't there several? There was. There was a couple. Yeah, there was a couple. But there was a mother and daughter that got into it with another mother and daughter, which is classic. Wow. Wow. 
Mm. Imagine my shock. Just wow, like who us. Could have predicted this. Just like us. I kind of want to go just to throw candy at people. Do you? Yeah, like back when I was like twelve, just like huck gobstoppers. That's pretty funny. Let me see. Ruin someone uh, else's experiment <clears throat> experience. You guys want to hear a song? A little clip of a song from the thing? Yeah. Check this out. Well, I was flying over land and sea and ear to the ground. Then I came flying here for you to see and hear what I found. Remember that swamp? Remember my song in the swamp when I was like, wham, chicka, wham, wham, chicka, wham, wham. I remember. Well, ever since, the what's his name, the guy with the hair and the shirt. The prince. Yeah, the prince has been dropped. Okay, that's that's from the movie. That was god awful. Why? Why? Because I, I want to say they turned, uh, if you've ever seen The Little Mermaid, they turned Scuttle, the, the who was played by, um, oh man, what the hell was his name? Who played Scuttle? Oh, who is that? An old actor. Ah, fat white dude. Grognak, who looked look that up? Scuttle? Yeah. It's a Little Mermaid character? Yeah. Are you sure that's not a character from the Boondocks or something? No. I have a I have a three year old daughter, dude. Trust me, I know what Scuttle is. Let me look this up. Uh, Buddy Hackett. It was Buddy Hackett. That's right. It was Buddy Hackett. Talk like this, you know. I mean, I'm playing a snarf platter, you know. Uh, yeah. So Buddy Hackett. But no, you know who's playing it's Buddy Hackett now? Oh, fucking, the bird. The, you're talking about the bird guy. Yeah, the bird guy. You know who's playing Aquafina now? The fucking rapper Aquafina. The fucking rapper, Aquafina. There's a rapper oh. called Aquafina. A W K W A F I N A Aquafina. A W K A. She's like an Asian. She's Blasian. I'm I'm still hung up on the rapper name Aquafina. <laughs> she looks Blasian. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh yeah, this thing's promoted like more than it should be. Too, there's like cardboard cutouts all over the place for the stupid movie. My like my I went into my local Walmart and like the shampoo aisle has like big cardboard cutouts for this fucking black mermaid. Ah! Okay, so Aquafina is a Asian chick who has done. Um, she's been in other movies. Oh my god! The memes are are pretty great, though. Like you have terrible. to say, I love the ones that are like her wash finding uh what's his name wash up on the shore. Oh, yeah, and she's pick, like, running his, his she's running his pocket. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty funny. I mean, but like, dude, look at the Buddy Hackett. Buddy Hackett was the old, salty, knowledgeable but stupid seagull. You know, from from the movie is now being replaced by this Blasian. I mean, this thing was in Ocean's Eight, Crazy Rich Asians, and is going to be in the new Dark Crystal. Oh boy! Yeah, and that was its that was its rap. I'm I'm not apologizing for that. That's what you get. 
what you guys do I don't know you guys I don't know what you did but yeah I'm not apologizing I mean everyone else probably did something but I didn't do it I didn't do nothing (laughs) (laughs) man like Disney whoa dude but my okay so my one of my theories behind this is that um, these woke corporations that are that are um, getting their funding from BlackRock and Vanguard and I forgot what the third one is. There's a third one too now. But um, the, the, all these companies, they get their funding from BlackRock and Vanguard. And so Budweiser, Harley Davidson, Ford, North Face, Disney, all these, these companies, these are all American icons, right? All these com- corporations are, are iconic American corporations. And they're being shit on with these woke CEOs who are doing these woke agendas that are being pushed by Vanguard BlackRock. And uh, the CEOs do this or they get replaced by, by a CEO that will. And I think a lot of the CEOs are actually bought into this whole thing because at this point they don't give a shit about the companies. They're like... They're as far removed from these companies being American icons as you can possibly get. But it's just another part of, honestly, in my opinion, and here's the thing is these companies lose a whole shitload of revenue. Well, what happens is BlackRock and Vanguard come in and buy the stock up at a lower price. Yeah, money hack. Mm-hmm. It's a money hack. It's free money for them. So, but these, but they also don't give a shit about these companies. They are running them into the ground. I mean, there are all these companies are posting massive L's, you know, quarter after quarter, L after L after L, and it's because the corpse of of the United States of America is it's rotting, it's done, it's dead. You know, um, the the looting phase is in its final stages, and um, they're going to run anything American into the ground. Uh, they're it's another way of deracinating, denationalizing a country is to, to get rid of its, uh, I mean, we're capitalistic by nature. That's our, that's our country's, you know, backbone is we're you know, we're the most heavily branded people on earth. Americans, right? The West. Basically Coke, Pepsi, you like Coke or Pepsi, or you like, you know, do you like Splenda or Sweet and Low? Or do you like, uh, are you a Ford or Chevy guy? Or you're, uh, you an Apple or, or, um, you know, an Apple fag or an Android guy. Are you a, you know what I mean? Like it's, you a, a Sig or a Glock guy. We're, we're, we're so heavily branded and everything is capitalism. But, uh, and brand loyalty, you know, here, like, and they're just shitting all over American brands. Well, they're shitting all over America. You've got President Poopy Pants over there shitting himself in front of the, you know, at the, at the Vatican. Um, can't, you know, can't get a, a sentence straight half the time. The other time, you know, sometimes he's on point. Sometimes he has no idea where the fuck he is. Sometimes his mask is all wrinkled up on his forehead. Um, but it's all just, you know, the dollar. You know, they're, they're trying to do the de-dollarization of everything. They're just, you know, this fucking crash is happening. And it's just it's very slow motion. Yeah, although it, it is accelerating, uh, you know, even more every day. In some ways, yeah. In some ways, it is. Yeah. Yeah. I think we're gonna get nice shiny toys to play with soon to distract us for a while. Yeah, like what kind of toys? Yeah, just like money. I don't know. I think so. It seems to me like 
you have the scare with like the the currency turning digital, right? Mm-hmm. Well, that's and not so a scare, America. dude. Think about this for a second. Oh, it's not a scare, no. Well, but well, like, check, I hold think on, for America. Hold on, think, think about America's this. Going to hold out for half. Think about right. this for half a second. The Patriot Movement, right? One of the biggest things in the Patriot Movement that was always talked about was to never digitize your currency, right? It's to never digitize your currency. That's the they'll fucking they'll take it away from you that way. Well, what do they do? They got these guys who would never digitize their currency to buy Monero and other cryptocurrencies. But they're untraceable, dude. Monero, bro. Yeah, but as as like a whole, I think America is gonna be like Bro, but yeah, I mean just think about that though. For a while. Like what? I think America is going to get oil rich for a little bit. I don't think we're going to bite into the digital currency. Oil rich from where? Ourselves. Our own our own country. We've been capping all these oil wells forever while we frack them just to like gas them off. Yeah. I think Condoleezza Rice kind of gave away the game on us a while ago. You think so? And, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. So, like, they even seeded this idea that the petrodollar is a little different from what they say it is now. Because you're supposed to get this idea that the petrodollar is, like, forcing other countries to like exchange their rupees for dollars to buy foreign oil, which like they do do that. Yeah. They but exchange also, their like, money. Right. Yeah. We're, we're going to back our dollar by oil soon. I like, I, I think that's going to happen. You think so? And I think, I think that's what's going to keep us from going into the digital currency. Yeah. I thought the fed, I but think. I thought the fed already had uh CBDCs already set up though. Well, they do, and they'll probably... Dude, think of how many jobs are going to get wiped out by AI. They're going to have to do a UBI. Are they, though? Fuck yeah, they are. They're not. They dude, think of how many people already, right now, are not... Like, that you would not hire. Like, if, like, if like 100 people came to you out of a job, how many do you think you would turn away and be like, yeah, you're not even hireable? Probably, like, 70%, right? Okay, so... So America is like heading towards a like a, a UBI already. So like I think that we're gonna get on some kind of petro currency and just like put everybody on a stipend. That's just my this is my guess. Mm. You have too many people in this country who are completely fucking unhirable and AI is gonna take all of their jobs unless they have skilled labor positions. Oh, I believe yeah, happen. AI gonna is happen. gonna take any job that you can do writing or drawing or anything like that is gone or just checking like interning in any way like check that check the fact on that or mm-hmm. like, look that up like mm-hmm. you know how mm-hmm. many jobs mm-hmm. are just like look that up yep. a lot of jobs yeah translators travel travel agents fucking operators uh lawyer like we said lawyers so many jobs dude so many jobs are going to be lost or not lost but like you know taken away maintained with more efficiency by <laughs> ai yeah less people oh yeah yeah it's coming how about this learn a trade yeah if you're listening you know. to this learn a fucking trade <laughs> so at one point do you know there was a time when the laws of physics didn't apply Scientists discover a time when our laws of physics didn't apply and we exist because of it. The universe was briefly governed by different physical laws than exist today, according to new research. And they give you the picture of the countertop. There, the old. uh, Remember that? 
with all the all the the galaxies. So I guess um I guess there was a time when the universe was governed briefly, briefly governed by laws different than uh than it was today, which produced a violation to which we owe our very existence. Reports a new study. The results open a window into the mysterious epoch of inflation, an ultra-short period when the universe expanded exponentially fractions of a second after the Big Bang. Now, I don't know about you guys, but I've seen things explode. Jack, have you seen things explode? I've seen many things explode. Yes. Grognak, have you seen things explode? I can neither confirm or deny that I was at Wait, when? It doesn't matter when. Have you ever seen things explode? Okay. As have I. So the three of us have all seen things explode. Have you ever seen a bang that you would consider a pretty big bang? Right? A pretty big, decent size. Big bang, right? Right. Out of that big bang, did you ever see anything formed? Did you see anything come together? I lit a, I think... One of the biggest bangs that I created was lighting a bonfire with two sticks of dynamite. And no, nothing was created. Things were destroyed, okay. but okay. nothing was created. So, yeah. So this Big Bang um, apparently created a, an epoch of inflation. So you want to know how they knew how they, they found out about this? They studied a million galaxies. Uh-huh. A million galaxies. Wait, are they are they about to blame inflation on the Big Bang? Different kind of inflation. Okay. Kind of akin to inflation porn, the kind of stuff you'd find on deviantart.com. We blame God. everything on global warming already, so I don't know. Right, right. So anyway, um, do this is a, what they're calling a so-called parody violation occurred in the early universe in part because matter, the stuff we're all made of, <laughs> somehow became far more abundant than antimatter, matter's oppositely charged counterpart. We know this because we've never seen antimatter or anything, but we know this because science. Our current but physical laws... there were studies done. That means it's totally real, right? Right, right, right. Um, uh, our current physical laws suggest that matter and antimatter should have canceled each other out after the Big Bang, but clearly that didn't happen because, well, we exist and we're made of matter. Mm. And so is a lot of other stuff like stars, planets, galaxies. Antimatter, by comparison, is very rare and an unexplained outcome that is considered one of the biggest mysteries in science. If God real, why no antimatter? this whole dude science shit fuck so bad yeah dude it's this whole so, art, this article is blah 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 to antimatter is like their explanation for why like particles like there's spaces between particles right am i meaning it wrong like you can you can magnify something so much that you can see space between solid things is that yeah i guess is I, antimatter I'm, the thing that's moving um, the bang around. Uh, 
like there was I remember Dark Matter. Well, Dark Matter, yeah. Matter and Dark Matter, are these the same things? Well, okay, so according to according to the the web's internets, antimatter is a, ma- is a material composed of antiparticles that share the same properties as other forms of matter, but with a reversed charged parity and time. It is believed that every particle we know of has an antimatter companion that is virtually identical to itself, but with the opposite charge. Antimatter occurs in natural processes like cosmic ray collisions and other types of radioactive decay, but only a tiny fraction of these have successfully been bound together and experienced to form antiatoms. Antimatter is the twin of almost all subatomic particles that make up our universe. Wow. They could have so, just like, said they could have just said they go to another school. I thought anti is a <laughs> is a prefix that means before. Like they they use it in this in this scientific mumbo jumbo as if mm-hmm. it's like the the opposite, like the mirror reflection of it or something, but like like the positive to a negative or something, right? Negative to a positive. I thought anti just means like to come before something else. No? Sure. I mean... Like uh, antebellum, antediluvian, antichrist. It's like the fake Christ. I thought that's that's what the prefix anti means. Um, Except here. I don't know. It just means something totally... I don't know. Different. Am I wrong? Am I the only person that's been confused by this? Because like I said, they used to call this dark matter, right? Mm, yeah. It's just like an explanation for things they can't explain. I think so that I think that's the bottom line when it comes to dark matter. Well, they just interchangeably use words. So I mean, right. Yeah. Anti well no, it means opposite or against. So Okay, so okay, it does mean against. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's how I always understood it. <laughs> against, opposite, contrary, opposing. Yeah. So the problem with the Big Bang is that they have no equation. They, don't have, they have no equal sign, right? That's what sure. There's no, there's no negative antimatter to match the matter. That's yeah, the there's, not enough, there's not enough antimatter to match the matter in the universe. So at some point in time, we bent the rules of space and time, and now there's more matter than antimatter, and it just stayed that way, Jack. Then what's a black hole? Uh, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. But yes. <laughs> that, that's, yes. It doesn't matter. There you go. Good one. <laughs> it don't matter. It don't matter. None of this matters. None of this matters. Uh, oh, boy. So, you guys, NASA is um, NASA is putting out... They're seeking proposals excuse me, industry proposals for the next generation LTV, the lunar terrain vehicle for the Artemis astronauts. Um, I am going to put this on the screen. That picture makes some of the Chinese air quotes space shit. Uh, no, it's not good. bad. I don't, I don't know. Decent CGI. I don't know. Maybe it's just because I have an eye for it. I don't know. This is okay, CGI. It's better than the Chinese stuff. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's definitely better they than the Chinese stuff. They have put out some yeah. pretty terrible shit. Oh, yeah. 
like insultingly terrible. Yeah, like early, like like Sega CD quality CGI. Like Star Wars looks like a real like documentary uh real. Yeah, sure. Is this up on the screen? Is it up on the screen? Yep. Uh yep. All right. Yeah, there it is. There's the there's the LTV, you guys. I mean, it, it, at least this one, I mean, it looks more realistic than the buggy that they had. Well, the buggy that they had on the moon the last time actually drove around in the desert, you know, here. True. And then somehow they folded it up to put it in that Jiffy Pop thing that flew to the moon. Or didn't fly to the moon. I don't think it flew to the moon. We know it didn't fly to the moon. Nobody's been to the moon. You can't go there. It's not a thing you can go to. Nope. Nope. Anyways, that's it for this week's Nationalist Inquirer, guys. But yeah, so um, NASA, NASA in competition with SpaceX. You know, I mean, Elon, that's all Elon is doing anyways, is just taking NASA's, NASA's place, just shooting shit up in the sky and then dropping them into the ocean. Most of them are blowing up anyway. That is true. Yeah. Yep. Didn't uh, the last one that he launched, the, he, they supposedly like detonated themselves? Yes, it like that? activated the self-detonation sequence. Maybe yeah, it's like, he, wait, why is that a thing? So do you think maybe he's trying to just like scare some whistleblowers out of like blowing the whistle, like Gus Grissom style? Remember that? Oh, yeah. yeah Poor bastard. Possibly. Got ignited in the capsule. Yeah, it's possible. Maybe he has some people who are talking shit about SpaceX, and he's like, yeah, yeah, let's see how many of these fuckers blow up. Let's see if you're on the next one that blows up. Mm-hmm. Nah, nobody goes on those things. No, nah, nobody goes on those things at all. Don't come to the rocket launch tomorrow, kid. <laughs> exactly. Some of you guys are okay. <laughs> yes. All right. Well, thanks to everybody over on Pill that donated this evening. I didn't see Jimbo Dude Gifted, Shilkilla uh, Linny donated this evening, and everybody else, if I missed you, thank you. Thank you all. Um, those will go towards paying for uh, the hosting services um, because we are, you know, we, we pay for the hosting services over where we keep our RSS and we pay to stream on pilled on D live and on odyssey and uh, a few other things that we pay for. Uh, we pay for the mailbox, which by the way has been empty as of late. Nobody sent us anything cool. You guys should do that. Send us something cool. I'll anonymously send you some like random books. Oh boy. That's always, <laughs> no, I actually you don't mind that. That's actually cool. I was- I was gonna send. say I sent I I when I first started sending shit I sent some pretty good stuff. No, you did. You sent some really <laughs> awesome books, but definitely send us stuff to uh, PO Box thirty thirty six Kingsport Tennessee three seven six six four. Yeah, definitely do send, that. Send us your old thermometers. We need mercury. Yeah, send us your old thermometers. Send us send us cool shit. Like we like to we like to. I mean, like we've had some really cool pictures sent to us of uh, world. Fair pictures. Um, we've had some cool books, a lot of cool music, uh, some stickers, a couple patches, a lot of cool shit. Comics. Oh, man, the the, the comics from, um, oh, I can't remember his name right now. It's a cool name, too, and I can't remember it, and I feel bad. But anyways, yes, send us things. Also, donate. <laughs> 
And this uh, is a threat. Yes. <laughs> thanks to everybody over on D Live, and thanks to everybody over on Odyssey. Um, we uh, oh man, there was people over on Odyssey. We were we didn't we didn't we got to pay better attention to the stream chats because so, some weeks some weeks Pill is jamming, some weeks Odyssey is jamming. So I was about to say, don't blame me. You know, like. I'm not the intern anymore. That's Can't right. Me. Oh, wait. It's it's State Street. That's the name of the... Thank you, Heinrich. It is the other company. It's Vanguard, BlackRock, and State Street. Thank you. That is the third one. That is the, That makes oh. up the triumvirate of evil that owns all of the things. New trilogy just dropped. Yep. All right. Well, we're going to get out of here. Uh, make sure to head on over to Paranormies.com and get on or get on our RSS feed and uh, check out the episode that just dropped earlier today. It was the supposed to be the Sunday stream with Martin Liedeke, Flat Earth British, and Jason Brashears of Archaics. But it's a decently long podcast, and you should check it out. This is definitely a threat. Um, Absolutely. All, yes. Um, oh, shit. I, you know what? Totally forgot to shill the hats. Um, oh, shit. I forgot about that. Yeah. Are they made of tinfoil? They're not made of tinfoil. So we have the trucker hat going on now. We have a new we have a new merch guy who's working on stuff for us. And we will put the link in all of the things. But the website is national, N-A-T-I-O-N-V-L dot com, national dot com, slash store, slash artists, slash the dash paranormies. Check it out. We're going to have... Right now, just the the trucker hat. We're gonna have a bunch more hats, um, and we're gonna get our shirts back up there once once they figure out the uh, the shirt scenario. And this is a company that, again, we always hope nothing happens to them. But um, you know, hopefully, nothing happens like what did last time. Again, we apologize for that. Not our fault. Anyways, we're gonna get out of here. There will likely be a necronormy i'm not going to promise anymore because sometimes we don't get to get a necronormy con or a pasta but uh, there will likely be a necronormy con at the end of this we'll see you this weekend see you later welcome to the necronormy con tonight i'll be reading from galaxy brain set by caleb q washington chapter seven philosophy in one lesson Philosophy is a key part of the Western canon that I have gained some familiarity with over the years. People have come up with some crazy ideas over the eons, and I've put together a few that I've found particularly important for conversing about the world. While there were some philosophers before Socrates, he is the one that usually comes to mind when people think of the first philosopher. Socrates contributed two important ideas that you can skim off the surface of the works which contain his ideas. The first concept which is known as the Socratic method. Socrates was very good at arguing because he refused to answer any questions and always posed them. This put his dialogue partner on the hot seat. By sticking purely to questions, Socrates was able to shift his probing constantly until he found a good vein of philosophical attack. The reason Socrates did this, according to his testimony in the Apology, is that an oracle told him he was the wisest man in Athens. He didn't understand how this could be, so he went around looking for wise men to explain the world to him and found none. 
So Socrates concluded that he was the wisest man in Athens because he knew that he knew nothing. In the end, Socrates proved himself to be not just an unemployed wise-ass, but one who drank poison to prove a point even though he had a wife and children. Plato, one of Socrates' disciples, is one of the great looming figures in Western philosophy. He was not just a great philosopher, but also won gold medals at the Olympics for wrestling. I'd bet he was the Nicholas Nassim Taleb of his day metaphorically body-slamming limp-wristed Greek pinker types discussing how much violence had declined since the end of the Persian and Peloponnesian Wars. Plato's works are many and varied and are well known for their eloquence and harmony. The most famous notion from Plato is the allegory of the cave. The allegory goes that we are trapped inside of a cave and tied up facing a wall, while the people on the outside laugh at us for being stuck in a dank, moldy cave full of kobolds and cryptids. A fire behind us casts shadows on the wall, which we interpret as reality, because the shadows are the only things that we can see. However, there are obviously objects causing these shadows to appear, or at least pranksters making hand puppets. So what the allegory of the cave is ultimately getting at is that the world we observe with our senses is only a projection of the true nature of the objects around us and that to truly understand the world, we have to rely on more than mere observation, and to learn to understand things in the abstract in order to make sense of everything around us. The allegory of the cave is a fun concept to toss around with other people who have taken an intro to philosophy course, but it really is superseded by later epistemological theories. Another well-known piece of philosophy from Plato is the concept of the noble lie. In the Republic, Plato states that there must be some lie that must be believed in order for a functioning society to exist. Things like equality under the law fall into this category because people with eyes and memory can see how justice is applied unequally based on all sorts of factors. Things that would land a low-ranking government employee in prison for a decade are brushed aside when a politician does the same thing. But if we actually took to heart that the law wasn't equally applied to everyone, social chaos would reign as people lost faith in the system. There are plenty of other noble lies that hold our current society together, but I'll leave that for you to ponder. This notion of the noble lie is a very good one to come out of ancient philosophy because it does such a good job of getting to the heart of the inherent drama that a functioning society has. As French philosopher Ernst Renan opined, nations are kept together by an agreement to forget things which would otherwise cause them to dissolve. To rephrase that notion, all societies require an ability for most people to pass over some degree of lies and convenient fictions in order to keep everyone operating and cooperating in society running smoothly. Think of how quickly things would grind to a halt if Jean-Jacques Dessalines or Maximilien Robespierre were constantly talked about and discussed in media the way other murderous dictators are. When people decide to stop looking past the lies and convenient fictions, social cohesion starts to crumble. Aristotle is the last of the big three Athenians. He isn't really remembered for one thing in particular, but there was a long era where he was considered a fountain of knowledge. Aristotle was prolific, and while the writings of his that survive are more like lecture notes than books, his wisdom carries down, nevertheless. 
It seems like there is no type of inquiry that he did not attempt during his life. One thing he is remembered for is serving as the tutor of Alexander the Great. Plato and Aristotle are of particular importance due to their impact on future developments. You know someone is an important philosopher when their Wikipedia page states that they influenced virtually all subsequent Western philosophy. Through his numerous surviving works, Plato lays the foundations for understanding many of the important philosophical questions. There's nothing Plato wrote that isn't worth reading as far as I can tell. But The Republic and the Apology, Crito and Phaedo, are widely considered his most important works. Likewise, there are many surviving works of Aristotle, and between rhetoric, poetics, and politics, I haven't found any reason not to heartily recommend reading any of his works that you find interesting. However, I would skip Aristotle's Guide to Buggery. We all know the Greeks loved that sort of thing, but some things are better left unread. <laughs>